going on everybody how you doing another episode of not rocket science um before we get into this episode i want to apologize because the last episode i listened to it Ugh. jeez louise there was some weird buzz ringing um ringing type of sound in the headphones right headphone when you listen back to it and it was really annoying. I uh, didn't realize it until after I listened um, thoroughly because it kind of comes in and out. And I was like, this is no good. And I did some research and I f- figured out that it's something to do with the fact that I'm using a USB mic and not a compressor mic. Eventually I want to use a compressor mic, um, but I got this USB mic for now. And sometimes with USB mics, you get this weird ringing sound. Um, I think I stopped it for the most part. Um, It had to do with just the settings and then also uh, having a lot of cables plugged in the stuff next to it. So hopefully that is now diminished much better than before. I'm also trying a new setup. I have a blanket kind of covering the microphone, trying to make things a little bit better from a sound quality standpoint um what's going on i am a little under the weather right now i got a little cold sore throat cough situation going on um so this one might be a little short but uh i'm gonna try to put out at least two more episodes this week um because i have some time who knows we'll see what happens but i'm gonna try to do two or three more episodes this week uh, I've been kind of busy and haven't been able to get to it, but I'm still trying to stay on the schedule one per week at least, if not two or three. So today, <clears throat> I'm going to talk a little bit about something that I went through recently, which is buying a new mattress. Super interesting, right? Well, I'm one of these people when I make a big purchase, I tend to spend a lot of time researching and we... uh did the whole buy a mattress in a box thing um, the past few years. That industry, you know, Casper, Lisa, Purple, those types of mattresses have really blown up. If you haven't bought a mattress recently, um, I mean, maybe you at least know Casper mattress. I don't know. I'm in New York City. Everything about me is biased. I just assume people know this shit. Um, but, I mean, it's pretty big in YouTube, you know, reviews for mattresses. So a lot of these new startups with these premium mattresses that they tell you are, you know, cheaper than 
competitors and retail stores because they cut out the middleman, basically like every e-commerce product this day these days. Um, it's been booming. It's a whole new industry, and uh, I just wanted to talk about my mattress purchasing experience, and le- and that leads more to how this new industry has created this nasty, nasty legal war between companies um, and also between uh, mattress companies and blog sites that review them. It's a pretty interesting business case that's fairly new. I mean, most of these companies are only four or five years old. Um, And this whole new industry just exploded due to technology, um, due to YouTube and places like that and affiliate linking and the ability to make money off of blogs and uh, make a ton of money off of creating your own mattress startup if you're Casper or something like that. Um, I spent a couple months just reviewing all the different blog sites because one thing that came became pretty apparent to me is these blog sites were like, there's this slight slight vibe of sleaziness where like you feel like they're kind of hiding something from you even though when you watch the videos they seem totally legit it's the way their site is structured it just has that look the interface has this look like these guys are definitely getting paid and uh, if you do your research enough you can see that some of these sites have paid placement and that's the reason why some of these lawsuits started to go down um So I was very much like paying attention to the reviews, but also not taking them as gospel because I was a little suspicious, you know, a little conspiracy theory uh, light bulb go off in my brain. And uh, I was questioning a lot of these sites. Um, And it turns out my questionings were good because later on down the road when I was just researching this stuff as a hobby because I'm fucking weird like that, uh, I ran into all these crazy articles about these lawsuits and uh there's a lot of like youtube videos just talking about these lawsuits that are getting tons of hits and it's insane this like new social economy has um created these kinds of phenomena to occur but when i was uh doing my research i eventually what's funny is i went with a lisa mattress and some of these sites really went uh endorsed lisa Um, including one of the lawsuits I'm going to talk about. But the bottom line for me was, like, Lisa has a store in Soho, Manhattan. I live in Brooklyn. Super easy for me after work just to go there, try out the mattress, and then be like, yeah, if it feels good, feels good. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And go from there. Like, I get that a lot of these mattress companies let you... You know, try it for a hundred days. A hundred days, what an awesome value. But it's like, I don't even want to think about the idea of packing this thing up or having to coordinate some guy come in my apartment and pack this thing up. Like, I just want it to be an in-store experience where I go there, I sleep on the thing, and if I like it, I take it. Like, it's just funny how this whole new economy has blown up due to the idea of your mattress coming in a box where you can try it for free. But I made my decision to buy one of these box mattresses by going in a store. Um, Overall, I'm pretty happy with it. Lisa's a pretty good mattress. It's a little little soft for me. I have shitty posture, so that means lower back problems. And uh, 
some days I feel like I sink a little too much. Um, but overall, it's a really nice mattress. If you like a little bit soft but still some firmness, uh, I'd highly recommend it. It's a good product. I just realize I need a super firm mattress long term. Um, but overall, Lisa's is a good product. I endorse it. And when you try it out in the store, it feels great. Particularly if your previous mattress is a piece of crap like mine was that sinks a foot deep and gives you chronic back problems. Because that's what I was dealing with. Now, I occasionally wake up and my back feels weird. But for the most part, it feels pretty good. And overall, Lisa's is a pretty good product. But who knows, man? There's such slight differences between all of these mattresses. That it's like who like it's funny there was uh, in, uh, this article the author was talking about how marketing has always been deeply embedded into mattress selling period because they're basically saying yeah there's different fabrics and different builds and stuff but like essentially you're selling the same gray or white slab to people as your competitor you know it's just a square that's a fluffy slab. And you got to figure out creative ways to sell it. And that's why uh, it's the mattress industries is considered a fun industry to be in from a marketing standpoint. Because it's like, it reminds me of like an episode of Mad Men where it's just like any idea, throw it out there and get creative with it. And it's interesting. You see these different brands and their marketing angles and like, they're very distinct. Like Lisa does the whole social good thing where they do a lot of work with uh, charities and organizations like that and post them on social media. Casper does kind of this Warby Parker thing where like they have this really clean white website, white background, lots of white space. They give you these videos on their like, they got some dude probably in Warby Parker's talking about the engineering of the next cutting edge mattress, whatever. And then they have these subway ads with these really beautiful, well done illustrations with these catchy taglines. And then you have purple going the other way where they're going all in on video and just like making these silly uh, commercials with the egg test and all that. It's just interesting to see these different brands really come with different approaches to sell the same shit at the end of the day. Um, the first lawsuit, the one that I originally found was uh, this lawsuit between Casper Mattress and... Uh, this guy, Derek Hales, and Derek Hales was a guy that I, when I was looking at mattresses, I actually found his videos. Um, he had a really big mattress blog called Sleepopolis, and that site still exists, but he's no longer the owner. Um, basically, he really liked Lisa, which I wound up getting, and he always kind of just shitted on Casper for some reason. He always... uh had this thing on his website where it's like, gonna buy a Casper? Read this first, like, as a warning that Casper isn't um, a quality mattress for the money. And then he goes in depth with all these reviews and recommends Lisa. And, you know, it's, it's, it's whatever. But the point is, is Casper got mad because it diminished their product because this Derek Hales dude was super, super savvy with uh, SEO, search engine optimization, meaning like, his review appeared on Google listings before Casper itself at the time. So Casper would spend millions of dollars on marketing. And then when you Google Casper master mattress, the first result or like the second result was some guy saying, don't buy this thing. <laughs> so that's why Casper was mad at them at him 
um, and his Sleepopolis brand. And there is this long, long legal battle. But it originally kicked off with Casper just basically being like, hey, man, we'll give you money. What can we do to, to fix this? Which is pretty funny. Um, and he didn't bite. But on the flip side, it turns out he was doing some consulting for Lisa uh, and got $40,000 worth of consulting fees from Lisa. Um, but I don't think that's what really hurt him. I think what hurt him is just uh, the fact that he didn't really have the money to go to uh, legal battle with Casper in New York City because the legal fees are ridiculous in New York City. Um, eventually, Casper actually technically owned Sleepopolis for a little bit. Uh, they gave it to another another mattress guy on a loan, but the loan was Casper's money, I think. Something like that. I don't know. The point isn't to like document all the steps in the legal case. It's just to show how crazy this industry is becoming. Um, and there's another big law case. Uh, law case, Jesus Christ. Uh, a court case with uh, Purple Mattress. That's a little more recent. Um and it was between Purple Mattress and this guy, Ryan uh, Monahan. And Ryan Monahan had another one of these review sites called Honest Mattress Reviews, which is a really funny name in hindsight, where he basically came out with all these YouTube videos that were a little like propaganda-y in uh, their tile design and headline and all that tagline. Kept talking about purple mattresses plastic powder in the mattress um which i think is a polymer substance and he came out with all these videos where like the the main headline of the video was like casper uh purple mattress you know is this what is this powder stuff is this safe blah blah blah. and then on his website uh honest mattress reviews he would just shit on purple mattress i think it was ranked like 29th and it, it was like the only mattress out of the major uh, box mattress brands, like uh, one of these startup mattress brands that was considered like dangerous. It had like this red warning sign on on the uh, icon on the review. Um, so Purple Mattress went after this guy and won because it turns out this dude was like working for another company on the side he was working for ghost bed which is another it's a little smaller it's not lisa purple or casper or tufted needle <coughs> sorry guys i got a little cough um but ghost bed's still a pretty big brand I, I saw a lot of their ads targeted to me when i was doing all this mattress research um and it turns out he was like the head of branding at ghost bed on the side and, I mean, that's a conflict of interest right there. So, Purple wound up winning this court case. And they have this nice little timeline thing on their website um, where they kind of show the communications between the CEO of Ghostbed and this guy. And then um, how he was named chief brand, yeah, chief brand officer at Ghostbed. And then in April 2016, they started um, correspondence about attacking Purple and coming out with creative ways to kind of hurt their brand because Purple and Ghostbed kind of came out at the same time. They're kind of like the second wave after uh, Tufted Needle and Casper. 
and uh, I guess they were going directly at each other. Because Purple, I mean, you can see uh, on other business blogs and podcasts, like Gary Vaynerchuk always talks about Purple and how great their marketing is. And they have a good marketing strategy. I don't really give a shit about whether an egg breaks or not when you drop it on the mattress. Like, it doesn't work for me, but I get what they're going for. And they're coming at a different angle with some comedy. Um, debatable how funny it is, but I appreciate the hustle purple mattress. Um, and I also appreciate them going after this because this is kind of sleazy when you look at exactly what's going on here. Because Honest Mattress Reviews was created after this dude was already the chief brand officer at Ghostbed. Um, this Monahan dude, which is pretty sleazy what i don't really get is how this wasn't outed prior to a court case like how did people not connect the dots that this guy is in bed with this one company and shitting on the other company on his youtube channel until like a legal battle ensues that's what i don't get um I might have to research this a little bit more, but basically on YouTube, this guy would have daily attacks um, on his YouTube account and also his blog on honestreviews.com about their polymer powder that uh, is part of the mattress. Now, thing is, is that Purple basically never fully explain the powder thing to their customers um they basically over and over again ensured that this powder in their mattress is not uh health threatening in any way but they don't explain why so to me it's like if you have nothing to hide and the powder that you put in your mattress is totally safe like come out with a video with a demo showing it or like just be as transparent as possible i don't get why they're giving these like pr filtered blanket statements about how their powder isn't dangerous um and then they're not really giving any context around it they're just saying that for as a blanket statement like i don't give a shit if it's not health threatening like i don't want to sleep on something that's filled with powder yeah, that's the first thought in my head. So it's like, sway me otherwise. You know what I mean? Like, I one of the reasons why I didn't even bother, like, trying out Purple or investigating it is, for one, their mattresses are $100 more than uh, Elisa or or, a Ca- or the cheap Casper, not their premium new mattress. But, uh, so it costs a little more money, but it's also like, I don't want to sleep on this plastic grid that has weird powder on it. Like, that's weird. So if you're going to come out with this innovative, or what you call innovative, product, but also has some weird shit going on, like, explain the weird shit. And not just, like, it supports my back when you drop an egg off of it, uh, or onto it, but, like, explain why you have this powder and what it does and why it doesn't affect your health at all. Uh, I don't know. This is just me rambling, but this is how I feel. It's like... If you're going to come out with some innovative shit, that's perfect. That's awesome. But, like, if there's some weird funkiness going on, explain the weird funkiness. Like, when self-driving cars eventually come out, you know, they're going to have to really instill confidence in their consumers 
to actually buy the thing and be like, no, this thing isn't going to drive you off a cliff. Like whenever there's a technological breakthrough where there's some sort of risk involved or some sort of weirdness, I don't know. In my opinion, it's just good to just throw all the cards on the table and be like, hey, man, I know this shit's weird. I promise you it's weird for a reason. Here's why. Um, maybe Purple's done that on like a blog post on their site or something. I don't really care. But like they don't have any heavily circulated videos and that I've seen that go into that on any level whatsoever. Anyway, this case kind of wraps up with a uh, court finds evidence that shows my hands company, social media sharks, which is, I guess the parent company of honest mattress reviews being paid 10 G's a month by ghost bed through a company called achieve. This has totaled almost 150 K in payments since 2016. And the court feels not all invoices have been reported meaning the number could even be higher. Um, Honorable Judge Benson grants purple preliminary injunction, finding Monahan and Werner were not honest with the court or with consumers and that they purposely created a share false and misleading information about purple's products. Damn. Oh, sorry. Somebody's getting busted for speeding in the background. I said this last episode, but, like, I live... (laughs) right by the Brooklyn Queens Expressway and right off of an exit. So there's cops and trucks honking and shit all the time. Um, Eventually, I like to get a soundproof situation going on, do this shit proper, but I will need more resources for that um, because renting space in New York City is very expensive. Anyway, oh, I'm sorry. It's not polymer powder. It's polyethylene powder. I have no idea what that is, and I have no idea if I'm pronouncing that right. But, yeah, it's non-toxic polyethylene powder. Probably butchering that pronunciation. Okay, and what they did was they on their blog, they have a blog post about their powder. Um, where I guess they go on damage control, yada, yada, yada. They call it non-toxic plastic powder that we invented to solve our packaging conundrum. So it's a powder that helps with packaging so the plastic doesn't stick to itself when it's in the box, basically. That's why they have the powder. Um, all right. I get it still weird to open up your brand new mattress and have plastic powder everywhere but i appreciate they at least did this i'd probably go a little more um from a visibility standpoint and and maybe like even include this into their commercials on some level or maybe not their 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 highest um audience highest reach commercials but like when you go to the site, it's very easy to find and not buried in some random blog post that is linked to their legal article that very few people probably read. Um, but yeah, I don't want to get into more of the legal mumbo jumbo with this, but I just find it interesting that there is this bloodbath going on due to this new 
industry and no one's really talking about it that much. I mean, there's very few YouTube art, uh, videos about this. There's some, not too many articles about it. Uh, the Casper lawsuit with Derek Hales, um, Fast Company did a, a very thorough article about it back when it was happening, I think a couple of years ago at this point. Um, let's see, when was this dated? Okay, so last October. Um, and it's the result of that was Casper won, but they kind of, I think it looks like they settled with Derek Hales. And the writer of this article predicts that Derek Hales got probably a couple million, few million, um, which, sorry, I got a cough again. <coughs> which, for, you know, a mattress blogging site doing affiliate linking, like, that's pretty good. Um, so I guess everyone in a way is kind of happy. It's just Derek Hale's lost his sight. Um, and he wasn't really doing anything that sleazy, nothing remotely close to this purple mattress ghost bed case. Um, it's just Casper has so much more money than any independent blog site that, you know, it was pretty obvious they were going to win. But yeah, this is like Pepsi versus Coke times 10 right now. And it's happening all online e-commerce space for the same product like the same product like it's pretty funny like if you just google right now um casper mattress let's see what comes up and i say that because casper is the leader right now of this industry um they by far have the most resources but tuft and needle and lisa are pretty up there too but like it's pretty funny. I've tried this. I Googled Casper mattress like at various points through the day and the ads at the top of the Google listings page are different. But like right now, the very first result, it has ad next to it, but it says, do not buy that mattress. Learn the truth. Why overpay? And it's tough and needle. Um, and then Casper's real site is number two. And then um, a couple other mattress companies are three and four that are using Casper for as an SEO term to get. Um, high results with their ads. Uh, all right. In the real results, Casper dominates. Um, but it's funny. Sleepopolis is the second non Casper owned site or other than Amazon promoting a Casper or listing a Casper mattress. But then it's Sleepopolis, which is, which was their enemy and now, uh, is in cahoots with them because they used, uh, Casper's money, the new owners uh, use Casper's money as a loan. Um, pretty damn interesting. So, like right now, to me, this is one of the most interesting brand and product wars out there in the e-commerce space right now. Um, it's worth paying attention to if you care about digital marketing at all, because, like I said before, they're all hustling the same shit. Um, so it's really cool to see what angles they take and. Uh, what is to come of this in the future like i don't know if casper is going to stay on top i've tried casper mattresses and uh while i do like them they're really nothing that special to be honest like they're good they're a good mattress they're a good product i have no bad things to say about casper it's just if you try them you try lisa you try various mattresses at your local mattress store that's in a similar price point you try you know tuft and needle 
purple, whatever. Like there's going to be some differences in softness, firmness, etc. But there's nothing that's going to be mind-blowingly different at the end of the day. So I'm just looking at this as a pure marketing hustle battle. And it's just funny how just fucking nasty it's getting. Um, and no one's really talking about it. So the goal of this podcast was just to kind of, if you're if you're not up on, on the latest with mattresses, why would you be? Um, this is just a good way to just get some real basic understanding about what's going on in this space. It's an interesting one. Um, that's all I got today. I'm sick. My voice is hoarse. My nose is stuffy. I feel pretty crummy. So I'm going to cut this one a little early today. Um, but I appreciate you guys listening. And, uh, if you like this, please subscribe or at least listen to the next one when I have full health and then subscribe. (laughs) Um, this one was purely just an interesting little, uh, topic that I've been paying attention to on for a little bit, but I, I don't, didn't mean to have some crazy overarching point about it other than just bring it to attention and uh if you guys are trying to buy a mattress anytime soon i would just suggest trusting as much uh of your own intuition as possible like do research go on all these blog sites and watch these review videos but just keep in the back of your head that you know you never know who's getting paid by what company to be in what placement um the fast company article documenting that Casper Lawsuits talks about how on Sleepopolis.com, the mattress review site, they were constantly getting hit up by all these startups about paid placement, you know, having their mattress review appear higher on the web page, get a higher score, you know, all that. So this shit is, you know, there's a little WWE wrestling going on behind the scenes. It's not authentic 100%. There's some shenanigans involved. So I would just be aware of that. Um, when you think about purchasing and I also would give some of these other brands a shot and don't just buy a Casper because they have the most subway ads or you have the most friends with new mattresses that happen to have Casper mattresses. Um, I would say do your research, you know, there's not a whole lot different between the products and some of these beds are going to be more soft, more firm figure out what you like and then figure out which one of these brands makes the right thing for you. Not like which one of these brands is the most appealing because of their videos or whatever. Um, that's it. I'm going to stop ranting now. We're talking about fucking mattresses. Not a big deal. It is a big deal. I mean, you spend, what is it? Like a third of your life on a mattress. So maybe it is a big deal. Do your research. Don't trust anybody. And that's it. Um, I'm probably going to not record any new episodes until this weekend. I have a few days to have time off and then be able to really focus on putting on new episodes. Um, so, But I'm trying to put these out every Monday. I'll try to get this one out today. Today is Monday, um, but it might be Tuesday. But that's it. I got... Some episodes coming up this weekend, and uh, then I'm going to try to do at least one a week, every week after this one. Thank you guys very much. Um, If you subscribe, it would be awesome. 
And I hope you got some sort of value out of this, particularly if you are feeling like you got to get a new mattress because the old back is starting to hurt you. Anyway, I'm out. Thanks, guys. Take it easy. Peace.